Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We, we, we give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, aka Longform Luke, and this is the Loans On Demand podcast. I hope you're ready for the Loans On Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents and put loan officers in the driver's seat. And today I'm super excited. We have Jimmy Hobson on. He is a stud, man. He did just under 73 million uh, in production last year, just by pretty much by himself. I mean, I think you have an assistant, but uh, he's a broker over at Nationwide Loans. Thank you so much for being here, man. Hey, it's good to be here. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's pretty impressive numbers there for... uh, I mean, you have what, one assistant I think you were talking about pre-show? Oh, yeah. So basically it was me and a processor until July. Um, I hired an assistant that doesn't know anything. So she didn't really count for a while and basically trained her up to handle stuff. And then in December, I transitioned her to basically being an assistant and processor. Got rid of my contract processor. So it's just been the two of us. Then I just hired another assistant in March. So basically I've got two people behind me, but I do all the structure. I do all the applications initial. Oh, wow. Um, I do. Yeah. I'm just a control freak. So, but, but I mean, you know, like, you working these days, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I tell people all the time, my claim to fame is very simple. I was like, if you get an, if you get approval from me, you're buying a house. I mean, I've, I've had one deal not close since January of 19. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So as long as you get them approved, they're getting the house regardless. Yeah. I mean, I'm very conservative because I, because I, you know, I mean, we make plenty of money in this job. I mean, I had a massive year. But thousand dollars is a lot of money to some people, so I don't screw right. around with it. You know, yeah, love it, so. love it. Cool, man, awesome. And so, um, you know, obviously, one of my biggest things that I like to talk about is the the journey to to success, right? Because we all know it's sure. not always a uh, super smooth ride. So, talk a little bit about your journey to where you are today, um, and kind of where you started off. Um, you know, I think we talked a little bit about it before the. Sure. The- well, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I've been in sales forever. Um, was in the car business until '08. Okay. Um, and it was a single parent. So I was raised, I raised two kids from two and seven until 12 or 17 when I got remarried by myself, um, did a bunch of, I did Medicare insurance. So I got out of the car business, did Medicare insurance. Um, in 2016, um, I kind of saw the writing on the wall looking for something different. I was kind of burned out. Um, you know, no offense to anybody on here, you know, I'm going to be political for a second. (laughs) Um, and thought if we elect this moron, Hillary Clinton, they're going to destroy Medicare commissions like they did healthcare commissions. Sure, sure. And, you know, and, you know, and, and I still make six figures with that job. So it's a great gig. But so I got my PNC license, um, started looking for ways to generate leads, found Ryan Stuman, you know, the hardcore closer. Everyone knows Absolutely. who he is. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Learned how, yep. Learned how to generate leads. Um, started doing it. Got my, you know, I, I, I got connected with a bunch of amazing people throughout the country. Um, and we talked about like Johnny Fowler and Alex Jimenez, a bunch of brokers mm-hmm. and, and LOs and, I reached out to a couple guys and even Todd Bitter before I even became a broker. And I said, well, what do you think? And they're like, well, if you generate, he's like, he's like, there's all these LOs are 53 years old, 54 years old, the average age. And I was 41 or 42 at the time. Right. And I'm like, that job doesn't look that hard. I'm starting to generate leads for these guys. And even today, the guys that gave me the job, I love them, but they're just not great LOs. Right. And I'm like, sure, I can do that sure. job better. So <laughs> July of 16, got my license, started generating leads. It was ugly. I and mean, unfortunately I had a hundred thousand dollar a year job to fall back on. Sure. Because I was generating Facebook leads and you know, unless you've got every bond program and, you know, and down payment assistance program, it's hard. But um, I started doing that and then, you know, kind of grew and I was in retail. I was at a correspondent lender and it was great. I learned the business. I taught myself how to run DU and LP. 
um, kind of figured out my niche, which I really love VA. So I, I sure. joined up with guys from MMBC, um, fishing those guys and, and really learned VA loans and uh, came to the broker channel in March of eight, March or April of 18. And I've never looked back. It changed my life. I mean, I did, I did like 11 million and 18, did 37 and 19, did 73, obviously, or 72, 73 last year. And I'll probably do between 80 and 90 million this year from a six by six foot space in my wife's craft room. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you just took over that space, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> All right, yeah, you know, it's, it's her space. I just, she just gives me a little spot of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You get the little, little corner, right? That's what you can write off. Exactly. The rest is hers, right? So that's yeah. awesome. Yep. Love it, man. Love it, man. So that's, that's incredible growth. I mean, you said what, 11 million, then 35 and then 70. Yeah. 37 and then 72. Yep. So Jeez. yeah, it's been, it's been massive. I mean, I've, I've been fortunate. So I started where, where a lot of my growth came and I do a ton of social media. I'm not, I'm obnoxious on social media, which so you have to be pretty much. Yeah. That's yeah you're constantly results. in people's faces, you know, and it, and it's where it's worked for me. And, you know, I, I think I could even do better. I mean, I remember listening to Gary V talk about, at the AIM convention a couple of years ago, talk about like 35 pieces of content a day or some stupid, yeah, something, like, something stupid. Holy yeah. crap. I was like, there's no way, but I, I pushed as hard as I can. Um, and then I started, I was teaching realtor classes with VA and other things like that. And it's been, it's been pretty good. I mean, that's where I really connected with realtors. And then, you know, my business partner and a lot of my ventures is also a realtor. So, you know, and he's like my brother. So he's referred me to everybody. And sure, fortunately sure. I happen to be good at this job. So yeah, by well, being good at this job and on top of it, I just built amazing relationships with people. So. Sure. You, well, you got to be good at it because I mean, you don't, you don't get the 73 million not being good at what you do. I mean, maybe you well, do. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess you could be a head, head, headset jockey and get 73 million, but then, you know, yeah, exactly. But, you know, but even them, I mean, I mean, you know, nothing, you know, nothing against those guys in a cubicle, but that's still huge production, even out of a cubicle. I mean, you know, you've done, you've done sales like that. You know, I mean, that's not an easy job, but mm. they're being fed. No one feeds me, you know, right. yeah, I, yeah, I stopped. I stopped running ads because I, I found I was shitty at it. You know, and they were easy <laughs> in the early days. And then I decided I didn't want to spend the money because every time I'd spend the money, I was like, I would be mad about the returns because frankly, the returns are fine. And it's really all about how you follow the lead. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have time to do this shit. So I didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure, man. For sure. That's, that's amazing. I mean, and that's, that's incredible growth. So, um, you talk about this, uh, which is posting on, on, on social media. And it's funny that you said you're obnoxious because, um, I grew my business the same way, you know, I, I do sure. marketing, right. And I drew my business pretty much the same way. And I remember talking to to one of my buddies and he's like, he's like, I was like, man, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm a little bit obnoxious. And he's like, dude, what are you talking about? More, do more, do more, like do more. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, like do more. This is great. You put out great content. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, interesting. You know? And so like, you know, the, the reality is that, that with social media, like, like what you're talking about, like the percentage of people on your list that see your content are not seeing every single post that you do every single exactly. day. Um, and I think people forget that, right. Is like, you know, what, what do I talk about? Because I already talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Already well, you, about but I'll, you'll appreciate this. Cause I mean, you're a marketer obviously. Yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah. just, I'll look through my memories on Facebook and then pick and choose and repost them. Because, oh, do you really? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, cause I did, I've posted two or three times a day for two or three years. So I always, if I find gold, like, like that one meme that says, Hey, if Wells Fargo tells you they're going to close your loan, you don't have to remind them every six months. That thing's yeah. cool. I could post that today and get a ton of likes, you know, yeah, just, yeah, I just find funny. the ones that I know work. And then, and then every once in a while I'll put it, I'll be a little edgy, but you know, it's funny as I just got in trouble. First time ever sanctioned by Facebook, literally. This oh yeah. Week. You got to put in Facebook jail for a comment I put on Facebook two years ago. No way. Yeah, it's basically the butt hurt remover. It shows the fingers going in the socket. 
And so they put me on suspense. I can't go live for 30 days, but I don't oh go live much anyway. So <laughs> that's incredible, man. I can't believe it. And it sounds like the stuff they do on our ad platform, right? They just start. Oh, doing, yeah. Oh, well, they disabled like 42 ads. You're like, dude, I haven't run that ad in three years. Why are you, why are you messing around with those ads? <laughs> Um, yeah, but- I, I honestly think people just have too much time in their hands. I'm like, it's like some, some someone watched CNN for a half an hour, decided to go on a social justice rampage through the ads. <laughs> you can tell the way I lead politically. Thanks, folks. I'm here all day. Yeah, yeah. I'm here in Utah, so I, I guess it's not it's not too too crazy. But um, no. no, man, that's that's incredible. And and um, you know, I think what one thing that you do really well on social media as well is um, I, I think people think that they have to be business all the time. Sure. Uh, oriented all that kind of stuff and the reality is like you post i mean you post a lot of memes right like i mean that's not oh, like yeah. the only thing you post but you post a lot of memes sure. um and i think people underestimate the power or the value of making people laugh right making people smile being a personable person um yep. that that people can kind of relate to and i think you know you say you're edgy sometimes you know things like that but the reality is like yeah being lukewarm right and i'm, I'm not saying that just because my, my name but being lukewarm yeah. is is actually not like great because like if you're just like right down the middle, you don't really align with the people on the right. You don't really so like who are your people and just yeah. be yourself, right? I think I mean, that's yeah, just pe- what it people comes know down. who people you can people could tell how I lean politically without being an asshole about it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But so it's, it's funny is and that's kind of where my business really took off. Back to what I mean. So you know who Steve Green is? I don't know. So Steve is a LO in Huntsville, Alabama area. And he actually taught Facebook classes. I don't know where he got his secret sauce from, but I go to this, I go to this Facebook training in January of 18 and learn how to market and teach Facebook classes, which is what Mm -hmm. I start teaching to agents. And I took it for myself and it talks about like the whip effect and things that are not quite as important now, but really it's, you know, people overpost about business. Yeah. We get you're a realtor. Okay. We get it. Right. Thanks for the 42, 42nd listing this week, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, at the end of the day, post funny stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, people get tired of cheer. I mean, you want people to cheer for you, obviously, but you got to be funny. You got you to make people think, you know, like I posted yesterday. My post yesterday went crazy. I basically said, you know, paying 50 to 75K over praise value is stupid. And I, yes, I said it. And the thing's blowing up like 161 likes, 81 yeah. comments. It's just going crazy because everyone's got an opinion. You know what I yep. mean? Yep. Yeah. But well, that's, that's divisive yeah. things. I mean, that's not really divisive, but yeah, I no. mean, people, you know, that, that is something that is, is, uh, is trendy right now. Right. Cause everybody knows the market right now is insane. So realtors are going to align with that. So you're going yeah. to actually potentially get business from realtors. And yeah. the other thing too, is you talk about the whip effect. I know people talk about the, the whip effect, but ultimately someone that maybe hasn't seen your post, they see that and they comment on it. All of a sudden they're going to see more posts over the next you know, f- few weeks, right? So they're going to see, oh, well, cool. Now I'm going to start seeing this. So that's actually is really a thing. It's not as much, you know, people still talk about um, Edrink. Edrink yeah. hasn't been a thing since 2011, right? But exactly. the, the principle behind the, the Edrink, uh, you know, or the whip effect still applies to a certain extent, right? Like, yeah, Facebook yeah. has a very complex algorithm these days, but it still is something to be said that engagement is going to lead to more engagement, right? So if you're well, posting it, provocative or things that are going to get engagement, that's going to lead to more sure. in- well, that's the thing is, I mean, you t- stay in front of people because then they remember. I, I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten from realtors that said, hey, I understand you're a guy that does a lot of VA loans just because of the stuff I posted about VA loans. Right. Or I had a guy reach out to me that I closed a loan in November. He's like, I found you on Instagram. I don't do much other than just post on Instagram and memes and stuff. I don't do a sure. whole lot, but he's a homeowner. And now he's going to tell everybody because everybody else told him he couldn't buy. So, you know, it's just... It's, it's just top of mind all the time. You know, I, I have all the tools and systems. I have the home bots of the world. Sure. Um, you know, 
you know, I, I was in coaching with Kai McBride and you know who Kai is, obviously yep, yep, yep. I was with Kai and that's the big thing is technology. And really Kai's big thing is obviously you can go find more loans, but really you should be able to generate five referrals from every deal at least. Um, and that's still where I struggle because I really need to dial that in because I guarantee I could do even more loans if I was better at it. But I have all the tech, you know, so I basically have all the follow-up and drip systems. I'm, my goal now is to meld them together and just attack my database. I don't have a very big database, mm-hmm. but that's what frustrates me is I look at these guys that are 15, 20 years in, these guys and gals, and they, ha- they have 1,500 people. I'm like, how are you not doing 100 million a year in your sleep? I was like, this is a freaking easy job. If I mean, not easy, you know what I mean? But it's, yeah, well, it's like, I mean, why would you pay for ads to find more people when you got all the people you yeah, need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and some people don't even have a CRM. I remember asking way back when I first started, someone, hey, yeah. you know, can we can we leverage your list? Let's go reactivate them. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's go put them on Facebook and retarget them. Da, 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 da. And they're like, oh, I don't have them in a CRM. I was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. If, if you if you had a CRM, I think you'd do triple, quadruple, you know, five times the amount of business, right? And it's it's insane to me. But let's take a, a step back because you yeah. talked about, you know, uh, you talked about well, the person that said that everybody else told them it couldn't be done. And I, and I come across this a lot, especially right now. Obviously, it's, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it. it's easy to get a loan right now, especially 2020. Yeah. Super easy to get a loan. <laughs> it's still pretty easy to get a loan. Obviously, yeah. you know, we're dealing with inventory issues, but. I think right now people are getting really picky um, with like who they choose and who they work with. Right. Like, yeah, it sounds like you're, you're still doing business with, you know, even people that might not have the best credit or whatever, like you're working through that or what is the difference between that and everybody else? Why do they all say he can pass or whatever? You know, I mean, you, when you see enough garbage, you know how to fix garbage. Sure. Well, there's ways there's, I mean, there's ways to package loans that will fly through that other people can't package them correctly. It really is coming down to, I mean, experience in this business is huge and right. I'm, yep. I'm still a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, five but years I've just... seen enough scenarios and I know enough people that are way better than me that if I have a question, I can go to them, sure. you know, you know, and then I leave with confidence. Like, you know, I'll tell people all the time. I was like, I don't have an issue getting a loan closed, but I also don't have an issue turn away. There's probably loans I've turned away that maybe someone else can do, but you know, I'm not a big babysitter. You know, I just, right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I will lay the cards on the table, but I'm not going to chase and follow somebody. Look, sure, I'm going to tell sure. you what it takes. Like I just closed a VA loan yesterday. Guy was amazing. Um, he, you know, he's got a disability rating. He's working at Walmart as a picker um, for their delivery service. Right. But he, but he kept getting these paychecks. He's not two years in, kept getting these paychecks that were not 40 hours. I'm like, bro, I was like, this is not going to work. I was like, mm-hmm. I need 40 hours. So I said, I need you to produce 40 hour pay stubs for the next you know, month or whatever it looks like. Let's get you 40 hours. So you don't have variable income. Cause that's a huge deal with COVID. Right. They hate variable income. Um, and it's getting better, but it's still kind of rough. And she sure, produced sure. it and showed up and got it done. And, you know, I got the VOE that showed the money and we closed him yesterday and he's happy as can be, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's the thing is, you know, our job is to educate. And when you take care of people, you win. I mean, you know, I started doing, um, I started working with Hammer Helmer and, you know, Hammer too. Hammer's doing, awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. Doing show. originator success last year. So I tried, when I transitioned over the last broker, I left like 30 or 40 reviews behind. And I was frustrated. So I joined Hammer and now I'm at like 120 ish back and they're just growing and they're all five star because I just, you know, I take care of people. And, and frankly, you know, back to the Todd Bitter mantras, I make shout outs to all the greats, right? Answer yeah, your damn yeah. phone. I mean, that's, yep. it's not that hard to, to job. You know, my wife gets frustrated sometimes. But she also gets gets to stay home and be mom. She got a pool in the backyard because I answer my phone. She knows, you know, she gets to do whatever the hell she wants because I show up and go to work every day. 
right. which is fine because it's what I like. It's what feeds me, you know? Yep, yep, so. yep, yeah. Yeah, it's all about the grind. I mean, part of it's the grind, you know, but at the same time, it's, if, if it's what you love to do, yeah. it's not always as much of a grind, right? Like, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. yeah last, last summer when it was just me and a brand new um, assistant and a processor, and I did 34 in July, I thought I was going to die. But now I've dialed it in such that it's just, you know, I'll do 26, 27 and have time to do this kind of stuff. Whereas six months ago, there's no way we'd have got on the phone. Yeah. 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 You know, months ago, I'm sure uh, everything was, everything was probably super nuts. Everybody wanted to talk to you at at that point. Yeah, it was, it was madness. So it's gotten great. Um, And we just got it streamlined and dialed in and, you know, and, and just, you know, I'm, I'm a, I I don't wait for things to happen. I I hate delays. I tell the clients all the time. I was like, as soon as you say go, it's a hundred miles an hour till we're done. Yep. I was like, yep. And if you have questions, we'll put the brakes on and then we'll speed it back up again. And they, you know, I don't, why, why would I wait six weeks to do a refi when I do it in three? Right. Make any sense. Yeah. So, you yep. know, being, yeah. Being a broker obviously helps because I got United Wholesale and they're, they're the fastest lender in America. Yeah. As long so, as you have the A paper stuff, you can send it to them. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. Anything you have options. A paper, man. You just, 100 miles an hour. Let's go. Yep. 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 Yeah. And, and but the other thing too is you do have options too, which is kind of nice. And I know the broker channel is, you know, it's, it has its ups and downs. There's, there's things that are great about it. And, and yep. one of those things is you get options, right? So you get to go to UWM if you want, you know, sure. your A papers to close in three weeks or two weeks or, you know, I've seen crazy date, like a couple days. Oh, yeah. My, my clear to close is, is, is five with an appraisal waiver, average days. Jeez. That's <laughs> insane. So, so talk about, yeah. talk. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no you go. So I say, I say, I mean, there's pros and cons to every channel. I mean, oh, great. I mean, I know people killing it in every channel. So, you know, yeah. there was some divisive stuff not too long ago, you know, a couple <laughs> years ago. and I understand why, because basically brokers got shit on for 10 years. Right. So that's right. why the, that's why it was led the way it was led. Mm-hmm. And it turned a lot of people off, but frankly, it brought a lot of people to the channel. Sure. So sure, it, sure. It, it wins all the way around, but I've got great friends doing loans everywhere. So. Yeah, 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 and I'm, I'm, you know, obviously, I talk to a lot of loan officers on a oh, regular yeah. basis, and I know, I know the the insides and outs of all all these companies. There's a lot of good retail companies. There's a lot of good broker companies. There's, I was an AE in the past. Uh, there was yeah. some sketchy stuff that happened in the, oh, in the broker sure. channel. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, it's, it's just people, right? I think the people in the channels are the ones that really matter the most, right? Um, versus the actual channel so much. But um, agreed. Yep. Real, real quick, let's talk about this, right? You, you know, you, you talk about systems, processes, like, and obviously mm-hmm. you're, you're pulling your hair out, uh, you know, in, in, uh, whatever, July of last year, and now yeah. you're feeling good. So, so what have you done? What have you put in place um, to get you there? And, and real quick with the caveat that I think what the problem with a lot of loan officers is they grow really fast and they forget to build for the future. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. Well, so that's, you know, I was in coaching and I tried to hire someone for a year um, and that was my big push is hiring quality. Mm-hmm. So when I finally hired somebody, I, I didn't need them, but I did need them for the future. And that's why I hired a second person. So really you hire before you grow. Right. And that was, I was behind. Right. Uh, so I didn't you hire. Never want to hire behind. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. It's terrible. Well, because you don't have time, you don't have time, you don't have time to actually train. And so you, you think you got to wait all of a sudden it's time. And you're like, wait, now I got to spend the next 90 to 120 days. Yeah. Tell him what to do every single day. <laughs> so we trained. So I trained my assistant starting in July, and she picked it up pretty quick. The good news is, when I brought the new gal on, I haven't trained her. My assistant oh, trained nice. her. Yep. yep. Yeah. So so and and the best part is, is my new assistant's got a master's in accounting, like the perfect profile to be a processor. Yes. And that's what she wants to Details. do. Details. And then you know, so I just told her, I was like, look, I was like, I can't pay you a whole lot right now because I need you to get licensed because it's important. Uh, right. I was right. like, but you know, realistically, if I'm doing 25 loans a month at, you know, 
350, 400,000 alone, you do the math on, you know, that's eight to 10 million a month. If I can't afford to pay someone decent, I shouldn't have this job. I mean, I, 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 you know, it's stressful to pay a bunch of money to people, but at the same time, because you always want to make sure you're taking care of folks. But that's the biggest thing is I had the systems. I just didn't have the right people in place. And my yeah. processor, I loved her, but she's old school, like 25, 30 years and didn't do it the way I want to do it. So right, when I right. got the first system, I, I said, this is the way we're going to do it. This is the way I want it done. I wanted to go hundred miles an hour and you just got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Right. And so right, that's how right, she's right. trained the new gal. So they know I give them something and it's got to be done. Like it got to be done three days ago. Like you got to be inside my brain thinking about what I want done to get done, but it's <laughs> yeah, good. Right. Though. That's why my clear to close are fast. So. Yeah. And it's, and it's good too. You know, and that's one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last year and a half too, is, is, yeah. is building up, building a team. Yeah. It's tough, right? And and a lot of times you talk, said finding the right people. I think finding the right people for the right roles is important. But I also think the bigger issue a lot of times comes down to um, it's not even yes, right. The, the right people is important, but it still comes down to the systems that they get put into, right? If they get put exactly. into a broken system, um, you know, they're not going to be able to succeed, well, right? Well, and that was the problem is is like I said with my um, with my processor. If I plug any people in in the middle of that it would have been broken. So I just needed, right. I, I basically needed to hire the assistant and, and turn her into a processor. And so that's right. what my right. goal was. And that's how I moved it. Right. Well, and that's the biggest thing, right? Is I, I think, you know, even one of my mentors talks about this. He's like, we fired like 10 account managers. I, I guarantee you that some of those people were not bad people. They just got put into a bad system with bad expectations and, and things like that. Right. And, and yep. one of the, uh, one of my favorite books is uh, I read it late in, in 2020 was called uh, dare to lead by Brene Brown. And she talks about this uh, concept of um, uh, clarity is kindness and being unclear is unkind. And I think, you know, too many times, you know, for people like us, like we're just very much like, just go do this and figure it out. Oh yeah. Not everybody thinks that way. Right. Not, you know, the visionaries, entrepreneurs, salespeople, we're all very much big, big picture. Like this sure. is what we go do it. Right. And, and other people are like, no, I like what? I don't, I don't understand. I don't compute. Right. And so part of it is just being a better and more effective leader um, yeah. because you know, that's, it's a new skill. I mean, at least. Oh, for me. yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not the greatest trainer in the world. I did an okay job with this one. She's done a much better job with the new assistant mm-hmm. my, than, than I would have because she knows what I expect. And she's been in the trenches, you know, they're like, well, how do we do this and this? I'm like, I don't order insurance. It's not my job. No, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I, <have> no idea. <laughs> I could figure it out, but I, I could figure it out fast, but it's not my job. I was sure. like, so, so I gave her, I gave her the keys and just said, look, I was like, this is your baby. I was like, I'm going to have oversight of it. And I'm probably not going to follow the tracking system the way you want. Cause it's not who I am, but you guys follow a system that works for you guys. And as long as it works for me, I don't care. Right. As long right. as yeah. we can function, it's good. It's, so. it's funny. It's funny that you say that because like we're, we've been kind of mulling over what, what uh, project management system we're going to use, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, honestly, like I'm probably not going to use it that much. I'm going to try, I'm going to do what I can, but like you need to build something that works for you as a system oriented people that the people that build the processes, the people that do the back end work, like you have, you have to do that because you know, it's just not the way my, my mind works. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. So um, yeah. real quick, man, let's talk a little bit about kind of, you know, obviously you've grown your business like, like crazy. Uh, what, uh, what other things are you kind of doing to, to go out there and get new partnerships? It sounds like you're pretty much uh, referral only at this point. Yeah. I mean, ref- realtor referral and then clients. I mean, the goal wow. is to probably start teaching classes again. Okay. Um, this COVID mess has been a mess, but sure. I just haven't had the time. But now that I got another assistant, I think I can get to 30, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't really strive to be some massive billion dollar shant, Sharkazian or whatever his name is, producer yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the loan factory guy, you know, yeah. I don't need to do a billion dollars. I don't care. Right. Yeah. But, um, 
but what I want to do is do everyone well. And so as I get more time, obviously I'm dialing in my systems and follow up. And that's really what I want to start doing even more is mine my database. Sure. And then just really create those uh, impeccable relationships with the realtors I already have. Um, I happen to have a real estate license and I'm part of um, a brokerage out here that is um, in its infancy. You've probably heard of it, Real Brokerage. It's uh, a lot mm-hmm. of the people from EXP left and started Real. Sure, sure. Um, it's yeah. growing like crazy. And, the, and some of the leaders in this market are good friends of mine. So I want to get in with them and just try to attract more of their agents. Nice. You know, because okay. I'm a believer, you know, Luke, it's, it's very simple for me. I'm a believer. You try me once, I'm going to crush your lender and you're never going to go back. Right. You know, right. I'm a little rough around the edges. You know, I got all the tattoos <laughs> and all the other stuff <laughs> and I show up to closings in a short sleeve shirt and t-shirt and, yeah. and, and people love me, but I'm, I'm a big believer that regardless of what you think, there's not polish here, but it's going to be very black and white and it's going to get, at the end of the day, it's going to get done. Right. And better than the last matters. day. Yeah. Which is what matters, right? And that's, exactly. that's ultimately that's ultimately the thing that, that that people need to understand is you know so many times people like they call you know like I don't know if you did any cold call or anything like that, but obviously you know a lot of it is hey cold call cold call realtors on Mondays all that kind of stuff, and, oh, yeah, and then yeah. they come with with no real value. And it's funny I actually had someone else on 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 one of these uh, episodes a while back, and he was talking mm-hmm. about how he had someone come to them and he didn't actually really listen. He just tried to pitch her on like, Oh, how great I am. I can close loans fast. Da, 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 da. But the reality was that the person was like, well, I don't want to close loans that fast. Like, you know, that kind of, that kind of like, you know, makes me nervous. Like, and then it didn't end up getting the business cause they didn't listen, didn't build a relationship. It was just kind of like, well, like, expecting that they wanted certain things. Right. But yeah. it sounds like, you know, based off what you need, you just build a really great relationship yeah. and just do a really good job, which is important. I mean, there's just some people that you're never, you know, that are just not going to work well with you because, you know, either they want you to pay them to, to send you right, business right, or whatever right, right. else. And, you know, I refuse to do that. Obviously, my my wife and kids come before paying someone to do a loan, right? But, right, right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think I think really, if you take care of the realtor, and frankly, if you if you crush it with the client, like I have one realtor partner, and she sends me a couple other people. She's like, she's like, I send you this business because my clients absolutely love you. They, every, they never can stop talking. I was like, that's all I want to hear. I was like, yeah. people are happy. That's all I care about. I want to, yeah. I want, I yeah. want them to have a good experience and be happy. You know, I don't, I mean, the realtors can love or like me or whatever else, but if their clients are happy, they're going to keep sending them to me. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what it is. I mean, cause ultimately, and, and that's one thing that people forget too, is like me being in the lead game, like people yeah. a lot of times will say, go send a bunch of leads to your realtors. You know, that's what they want. The reality is no, they don't want that. They want more closed deals. Yes. Right. So like, so like the first, the first step, the first thing you have to be a good loan officer before you start doing all these ancillary things of like trying to yeah. provide leads or trying to do that. Like, cause if you're, if you're giving them deals, but you're dropping the ball on the other deals, they're, they're not going to keep sending you business regardless of like, you know, I mean, you can send them a deal or two a month. If you're dropping the ball on every single one of their deals, they're not going to want to do business with you. So the very first foundational yeah. piece is you have to be a good loan officer, right? It's just, there's no way around that. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the problem is there's a lot of terrible loan officers that, that you keep churning stuff out. And I'm like, man, you know, I mean, I saved a deal last month that they approved a gal on a conventional loan and she was three years out of her bankruptcy, had no business being conventional. So I took the app, I closed them in two weeks. They're happy. They own a house and you know, here we are in FHA, but but the other guy killed it. I mean, he like just totally dropped the ball. And I'm like, man, I told the agent, I'm like, man, who is this guy? I was like, you're killing me. Sometimes I feel like I said, again, it comes down to this, this whole concept of, today it's too easy to get loans right so if it doesn't yeah. fit within this like perfect little box it's like all right well and, and it, it comes down to almost being order takers right like yeah you, know, you need to know how to structure a loan all those things which is which is super valuable and it sounds like you know you're you're crushing that that side of things so real quick as we kind of wrap this up man um yeah. 
what is sort of one strategy, one tip, something that you would tell loan officers to go out and go build a business like this, man, 73 million, man, that's, that's a insane numbers, 80, hopefully 80, 90 million this year. Uh, so what would you tell a loan officer to kind of go out there and, and grow their business? Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of it comes back to, you know, find something that you're passionate about and share it, you know, like VA was kind of really where I got my foot in the door with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's grown from there, but I would just say, you know, be available answer the phone. I mean, don't let them own you by any means. Right. But, um, you know, but provide value. If you see something that th- you think may be valuable to them, share it with them, you know, sure. teach classes, you know, like I've got an agent acceleration group on Facebook. Um, nice. and I post stuff in there all the time. And I think it's just providing constant value. Like with originator success, my realtors get like rate updates and all kinds of stuff. Sure, it's sure. really just about staying in front of them and making sure that they, they feel like you're providing value to them. So. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's important. And obviously, you know, one one of the things that you do really great, you know, obviously is, is organic marketing. Um, and, and so, you know, having that sort of mentality already is probably makes it a little easier for you to have, you know, oh, I already know what I'm going to post over there. Um, yeah, because you can kind of just do it across uh, the different but but I love it man. picking up the yeah. phone, answering the phone, you did yep. mention don't let them own you. What do you mean by that? Well, yeah, if, 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 I mean, here's the reality is, I mean, unless you're desperate for business, if a realtor takes advantage of you and expects responses at 11 o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning, that doesn't serve you. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yep, I mean, I've yep. got, so I've got a few partners that I'll deal with some things because I know who they are, but I also know that it's really a passion for them and it's about the client. So I'll put up with a little too much sometimes with a couple people, but for the most part, you know, and then be an educator, like, you know, if, I mean, like I've got a guy now that's, we're do, we're, we've got a VA borrower that's shopping and he just doesn't understand how to structure the offer correctly for the VA borrower to make it work. And so I, I got on the phone and walk him through how I would do it and what I've seen. And there's value in that because you see enough deals. But right. I told my wife, it's like, you know why I waste my time at 830 at night? Not because it's not a waste of time. Because I was like, because this guy is new. And when we close this deal because of the way we work together, he's never going anywhere else. Right. Yep. And, and that's the thing is because frankly, new. you know, you know, even in my short time, I've seen way more transactions than most people. So, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, and you said it, even if he's new, right? I mean, like you just mentioned, 53, 54, whatever, that's the average age of loan right. officer. And, and it's, I yep. think, the same in the real estate industry, right? Yeah. So if you find new people, it's funny, I talk to people that are, you know, older, 50, stuff like that. They're like, ah, man, I'm, I've lost all my referral partners. They've all retired, you know, things like that. And so I think, you know, what, what's what's valuable with what you're saying is you're continually, yeah. sounds like you're continually adding to yep. your, your referral partner arsenal. And I think, you know, obviously uh, everybody likes to hate on realtors and all that kind of stuff yeah. of that. But I do think it's an important facet, right? If you find the right people. So thank exactly. you so much, Jimmy, for, for being here, man. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, for anybody who's listening, um, you know, just obviously like, you know, Listen, to, just go, just go follow, go follow Jimmy and and see what he's doing because uh, he does some cool stuff on, on social media. And I think if you just implement that, uh, give it time, right? Take six, eight, 12 months before you start to see traction with some of that social media marketing. Yeah. Start doing it, and, and you're gonna see your your business transform, right? I mean, you saw eleven, thirty seven, seventy three, almost ninety, you know, coming up. Yeah, so. well, exactly because I mean, with you in the league game, the reality of it is 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 you can run leads till the cows come home, but you need to hit every facet of marketing. There's way Everything. more. I mean, leads make sense. Um, the organic makes sense. The call and roll, everything makes sense. Everything. There's, yep. There's not one solution that only works for people. Hit them yeah, all until yeah. you find what works for you. Right, right, right. And I said you were referral only, but it, 
Actually, not really, because you are generating business uh, via yeah. organic and stuff like that. I'm right? referring just, them to myself off my social media. Right, presence. right, right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which is which is awesome. And then you probably get to refer some of those people out to, to realtors as well, which is exactly which is amazing. Yep. Um, so awesome. Thank you so much for being here, man. Have a great day. All right, you too. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Loans on Demand podcast on loansondemandpodcast.com. The Loans on Demand 